Welcome to Relevance for Today, a show where you will be encouraged, inspired, and fed through the Word of God. You will find relevant teachings, tips, discussions, interviews, and more for both believers and even non-believers who are considering salvation through Jesus Christ. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey folks, thanks for tuning in to another episode. Steve Lewis here, Relevance for today. If it's your first time checking in the show, thank you for tuning in. For all those who are listening all the time, I appreciate all of you. Thank you. Hey dad, love you. Family, watching, listening. Thank you all for tuning in. So today, hey, guess what we're going to be talking about? He's the reason for the season. Who's he? Jesus Christ. Yes, that's right. As we get ready and gearing up for Christmas and uh, everybody goes against what the Grinch says, you know, how the Grinch said in the movie about it's not about packages, boxes and bags and gifts and all these things. Yeah, because we know it's really about the King. It's really about Jesus Christ. Amen. So in this episode, I want to share some very important Bible verses with you, all related to why we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I first want to start with what God did for all of us. And you've heard me say this many times, but you know what? These verses never get old. Many of you know them. John three sixteen through 18. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever, whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Amen. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him. That is so key in all of this. God didn't send a son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son, the name of Jesus Christ. Powerful folks. So now let's take a look at his birth. Jesus' birth foretold. This is in Luke 1, 26 through 35. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the descendants of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming in, he said to her, Greetings, favored one. Can you imagine that? An angel comes in and says, greetings, favored one. That would just blow you away, which it did her, right? The Lord is with you. But she was very perplexed at this statement and was pondering what kind of greeting this was. And the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and give birth to a son and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. But Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? The angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. For that reason also the Holy Child will be called the Son of God. Praise God. That's powerful. 
And behold, even your relative Elizabeth herself has conceived a son in her old age, and she who was called infertile is now in her sixth month. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, the Lord's bondservant, may it be done to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Man, isn't that beautiful? So beautiful, so powerful, as God made such a powerful sacrifice to save our lives from an eternity away from him. Mm, that's beautiful. So here he is, God giving us as the world the opportunity to come to him through Jesus Christ after the fall of man took place when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden. He made a way by sending Jesus. Man, that's beautiful. Aren't you grateful? I know I am. And as we celebrate this time of the year, I also want to make sure I share one of my personal writings to encourage all of us, especially me, on how we should treat others in this season. And it's very important, folks, because we can so easily get caught up in selfishness. We can so easily get caught up in us. I want this. I want that. I want, I want, I want, I want, I want. We have to think about others. There comes a day, there comes a time where you have to think about others. And before I share this message, I just thought of a powerful story that brought me to tears. So I ran the food pantry. Most of you know I ran the food pantry for 13 years, but I not only ran the food pantry, I believed in us coordinating, connecting, and linking arms with other ministries in town and even out of town. So the Catholic Church was doing, they did the, uh, it was like the Christmas fund. They did the presents every Christmas for the family with families with children. They would get a list. How many in the household? Girls, boys. They had gifts, they had money donated, they had gifts they would go out and buy, and then we would organize and we would go over and see them and say, hey, we're here to serve, how can we help you? So a group of us would go over and they would give us addresses and say, hey, go deliver this, these gifts over to that house, take this food over to this house, blah, blah, blah. So this one particular time, we went to a home, there was supposed to be three girls, I think. It was a mother, single mom, three girls. We went to the house, knocked on the door. My daughter knew the young lady. They were in the same class together. We went in the house, no tree, no decorations, no nothing. You wouldn't even have known it was Christmas. It could have been March, April, May for all we knew when you walked inside that home. It was heartbreaking, especially for the children. So we went in and I had Samantha and Andrew and some of their friends with us and they couldn't believe it. They didn't see a tree or anything. And so we asked how many people, we dropped off a couple gifts. We thought there was only, the paper said there was only one, per, one girl. Come to find out there was three girls. So we said, we'll be back. So we went back to the church and I told the folks there in charge, I said, hey, listen, this address we just went to, they have no tree, no decorations, no nothing. We are going to go to the local store and we're getting a tree and whatever else we can get with whatever money we can find. A gentleman walks up to me, hands me a $20 bill. This should get a tree, Steve. This happened, that happened. Samantha and her girlfriend went over and started helping wrap more gifts for the family. Me and Andrew and a couple guys, we went over to the store. We bought the tree. We bought lights and everything we needed to make this home look like a home ready for Christmas for these children. 
We got on the way back. We picked up Samantha and the girls. They grabbed the rest of the gifts. We got to the house. It was a blast. The mother wasn't home. So the goal was get this set up as fast as we can with the presents under the tree and just make their day. So we got back to the house. We set up the tree, the lights, the decorations. We put all the presents under the tree. Looked amazing. We all held hands in a circle and we prayed. Some tears were shed. And then we left. And here's the part that got me. My son had been asking for an Xbox for a long time. Of course, we had already got one. Had it up on the shelf, hiding it. But he had asked for one. I said, wait and see, wait and see, wait and see. You know how it is, parents. We're driving away from the house, and my son speaks up and says, Dad, I'm so sorry for bothering you about an Xbox. I'll be happy to get whatever you want to get us for Christmas. And when he said that, I just shut down for a second. Tears started running down my face. And of course, I got a van load of kids, so I'm not going to start bawling my eyes out and pulling over to the side of the road. I held it in pretty good, but I shed a couple tears and it was like, wow, he gets it. He finally gets it. It's not about all that stuff. And so it was such a blessing for him to just say those words to me. It was such a blessing. So I just had to share that because I was just talking about the whole thing about what's it all about. You know what I mean? So here's my writing. I titled this one, A Message of Remembrance at Christmas Time. I am the one who had a home, but now I don't. I had a job, but now I don't. I had a family who loved me, but they're all gone. I've had many ups and downs in my life, more than I care to talk about. I'm sad, I'm lonely, I'm hurt. Nobody notices me. Are you wondering who I am or who I represent? I'm the homeless lady you saw last week. I'm the homeless man you saw yesterday. I'm the homeless teenager you tried to ignore as you walked by on the street. Please don't assume you know about my life just like I don't know about yours. You see, the thing is, businesses close Health issues happen, disasters strike, and lifestyles are rocked overnight. The thing is, we need a hand up more than a handout. We need to be noticed and spoken to on the street so we're not just treated like we're just some piece of meat sitting on the street. What we really need is the compassion of caring individuals who will pray for us and show us the same love that Jesus did when he walked the earth. Matthew 25, verses 35 and 36 says, For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. We need to be aware of those who we encounter, the ones we walk past daily. There are hurting people all around us, as I've said before, and I'll never get tired of saying it. There are people all over the world who have no home, money, food, family, or hope. We need to pray for the Lord to give us the awareness of those around us each day and watch how you and I can impact their lives. And lastly, please remember what Jesus said in the final verses of Matthew 25 in verse 45. 
He said, then he will answer them saying, assuredly, I say to you, inasmuch as you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. Man, we don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear, depart from me, I don't know you. Because when I was hungry, you never fed me. I was naked and you never clothed me. I was in need and you had plenty and you never took the time out to help me. We need to step up to the plate, folks. Me first. Remember, like Tom, Tommy Donaldson said, one finger pointing at you, three fingers pointing back at me. It's really important. We need to go out and do for the least of these and allow the Lord to use us in ways that everyone will be blessed. Because remember, and I've said it before, you know, we've, you've heard it all before. It's better to give than it is to receive. And it's true. It doesn't mean you say, you know, you give, give, give. And when somebody wants to give you back, you say, no, 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 because it's better to give than receive. No, it's not like that. But when you bless someone, especially in secret, in private, not blessing someone with all kinds of video cameras set up. So it's like, hey, look at Steve Lewis. Look what I did. Because as the word says, you'll get your reward right there on earth. But instead, when you do it in private, you know, when you send that envelope with no return address and nobody knows where it came from and you're blessing someone with finances to help them get through to the next month, your blessings will be stored up in heaven. That's what it's all about. But when you bless someone, the feeling you get from that is, you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Many of you right now, you've been blessing people your whole lives. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You bless someone and there's this feeling deep down inside. It's like a welling up that happens. Sometimes you'll break down and cry. You're just so thankful to be a blessing to put some food on someone's table or to help them pay a bill or to help them with gas or whatever it might be. And the person is legit. You know, I've talked about this before where you just sit back and say, Lord, is this the person I'm supposed to bless? Show me who to bless today. Help me with wisdom and discernment because you just don't want to throw your money out there everywhere because there's many people out there who are really in need, but then there's also those out there to take advantage and they just wait for people to show up so they can just ask you for money all the time. And that's the only relationship you have with this person is they see you on the street. Hey, he gave me $10 once. I'm going to just keep asking him and pounding him and pounding him and pounding him for money. But there comes a time we have to pray for, Lord, show me how to be a hand up and not just a handout. And Lord, show me some doors of opportunity that I can share with these people so they can get a job or so they can find some means, some food for their table or whatever it might be. But don't ignore them. Pray in the mornings. Quite a few of you do this. I've got some friends that do this. Lord, give me an opportunity today, just like my dad says. Lord, show me an opportunity Open up an opportunity for me to show you to someone, to be a blessing to someone, to let people see Jesus in me. Amen? Hey, let's go ahead and pray. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for being able to share this message today as we prepare for Christmas, as we prepare for celebrating your birth. I thank you so much for just being able to share your word, being able to share advice. I pray for all my listeners and watchers out there that they'll have discernment that they'll have compassion for their fellow man. That when they go out, they won't just step across someone or walk past someone quickly, but they'll actually take the time to just speak to them, see what they're all about, 
getting discernment from you so they'll know not to get taken advantage of. But at the same time, remembering that when they release that money out of their hands, they did it unto the Lord, which is really important. They did it unto you. They're not just doing it to get a reward. They did it because they did it out of love. And as long as you know our hearts when we give, that's all that matters. So Heavenly Father, as you watch over them, protect them, keep them safe. We pray for all those out there hurting and suffering that they'll have one day and be able to be taken care of. And we thank you for all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hey, there you have it, folks. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. A few days away from Christmas. Prepare your hearts. Prepare your minds. Don't forget about others and the less fortunate. Hey, with that being said, don't forget to share. Do me a favor. Share. Subscribe. Share with friends and family and even a stranger. And also, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please do do me a favor. Can you leave me a rating and also write something in there as well? That way I can give you a review or I can write, you know, talk to you or I can just put a a bleep out there on one of my shows about, hey, Kevin from Illinois or wherever, Indiana, just listened in. So thank you for doing that. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to leave a comment. It's great talking to you folks on YouTube. I really appreciate the conversation as well. Same thing on Facebook. Hey, with that being said, hey, God bless you all. Love you. Take care of yourselves. Be safe out there. Peace.